It's been uh, it, it's been a great uh, uh, transformation. I, we've been here now 13 years, mm -hmm. and I came here and grew Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. But my background, I grew up on a small apple farming community in mm -hmm. uh, in South Pickering. Right. Uh, primary apple there, Northern Spy in Cortland. Mm -hmm. So when I came here and learned that Hillier was such a big prominent apple cherry area at one point in time, it really uh, kind of brought my roots of, uh, of apple back and, and uh, it's just been a real passion for a long period of time actually ever since I was a kid and uh, this is our first batch and the ciders that I like my family background being from Ireland but I'm really trying to capture that but also the ciders from Brittany oh, and uh, the Brittany ciders are just uh, my favorite, yeah. <laughs> they, they just have so much character, just the nose, and mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I just like that kind of flavor variation. Uh, going to Ireland about five years, one thing that I found very interesting was that they're actually trying to preserve and save their cider trees because uh, they're losing that old world traditional um, uh, characteristic mm -hmm. with some of the cider apples. So there's a real resurgence going on uh, in England, Ireland, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and here. I mean, even the property here was owned uh, uh, by, uh, uh, his last name was Wilson. He was actually captain in the Battle of Waterloo. So came here in the second wave. And uh, there are original cider trees uh, along the hedgerows and in the back that I'm actually gonna make cider from this year. Uh, one, I've, I've never seen a trunk on a, an apple tree like mm -hmm. this before. If you've got the dogs, maybe uh, we'll take a quick walk. I can let you have a look at it, but it's uh, it's really interesting. And he would have planted that probably a couple hundred years ago. So why don't you uh, just tell us who you are and where we're at right now? So uh, my name's Chris Brainy. This is Cold Creek Vineyards, and uh, it's uh, it's been a great little project. Uh, as I said, we came here 13 years ago. The barn you're in right now uh, was uh, was restored. Uh, used to be an old dairy barn, and uh, the, the house on site. So kind of, I think you can tell just by looking around. I'm an old soul. I really uh, relish uh, old traditional. Uh, uh, buildings uh, and it really just kind of goes along with the character of the cider I'm trying to create. Uh, it's been a great community, uh, made so many great friends. I, I, I couldn't be any happier than being here in the county. It it's, uh, it's almost feels like I've been here uh, very similar to the kind of community I grew up in and uh, this, is, this is what we want and it's worked out really well. Great area for many things. My Pinot Noir on site. Um, I'm very passionate about. Uh, we have exceptional fruit. We sell it to Claus and Chase Winery, which I'm also the brand ambassador of uh, the winery there. Um, and uh, they just do such a great job with it. It allows me to focus on my small batch ciders while they're making great, uh, fantastic Pinot Noirs at Clawson. And this is your first uh, this is sort it. of first available offering. You have. This is the first release we've ever had here, and I've been working about. Uh, I didn't want to do it too soon. I, I, I really believe in small batch and, and uh, um, garage east, uh, even when it comes to cider. And I've been experimenting uh, for many years, and I just finally feel like I've got the right. Um, we do it in French oak. Actually, I'll take you down the cellar uh, after we have a bit of this to try something else that's going to be released in the fall. You might find interesting. But uh, um, everything's French oak, small batch. Uh, we did three barrels this year. I'm probably, as I said, I'm going to extend probably to about four, no more than five. And every year just stick at that, just hammer home on. Uh, it, it's a passion project for me. It's, uh, yeah, I really want to people to experience uh, 
some of those flavor variations, uh, uh, just the characteristics of some of that really great traditional uh, ciders that uh, obviously, uh, obviously you're quite excited about. So I think you'll, uh, I, I've, I've been really happy with some of the reviews that we've had since we opened on the weekend. Uh, without people knowing, uh, uh, there was one review from a gentleman that uh, said exactly this is this reminds me of the characteristics out of Brittany, and uh, he uh, it, it, to me that was very exciting to see that people were picking up on that. So, uh, what's the plan beyond that? Small batch runs, uh, sort of year to year. Your uh, when do you plan to have them available? Are you going to make them online? They'll. Um, I'm going to stay pretty much farm gate so um, it's going to be first come first serve and just kind of have that revolving uh, I really like that personal uh, talking to people I mean it was a great weekend just having people and it was a really nice slow easy progression that uh, that we had uh, people were uh, I felt people had a real experience and that's really important to me and uh, it, it, it it sort of enhanced what we were thinking what we wanted to do uh, was to allow that and, uh, and give people that uh, uh, kind of one-on-one -on -one kind of talking to a uh, cider maker. Uh, my daughter's been involved uh, with it too, uh, with me and my family, and uh, it's, uh, it was a pretty great weekend. It was great. And, and as you said, it's uh, very much a community here in Prince Edward County, um, and obviously now doing it with your family as well, which is great. Uh, do you see, does, does how much does the community here have an influence on what you want to do? Um, a lot. I mean, the one thing I love about the county is we are very supportive of one another. For instance, if my tractor were to break down, I'd have five people show up here in half an hour, which is, which is a real testament to the community. I also, from the philosophy, as many others, is that everyone's individual success is great for everyone. Um, I decided to go down a bit of a different path and because this is my pet, this is what I'm passionate about. And I think it's really, uh, uh, I'm a firm believer that there's no sense creating something and marketing something and selling something unless you're completely 110%. If you love it, people are going to love it and uh, and you can be passionate about it. And it's, uh, that's really important to me. So what I'm doing is a little bit different. Maybe some other cideries you've probably been to today, but it's uh, it's the style I love and uh, it's worked out really well. I'm really excited about it. And that's the amazing part about the province and the country with over 100 cideries in Ontario alone. And uh, I guess this is our fourth year in a row coming to the county and every single year another new cidery or two comes up. But there seems to be space and there seems to be a growth in the market. Right. Um, and it seems as though there's opportunity. So having your product available with everything else does give that variety and helps to really lend itself to this area being known for cider, which I think we're really starting to see uh, with what's available in in, in the uh, in around. So uh, you plan to keep it local. Um, when is the best time for people to be able to get an opportunity to grab it usually? Should they be watching your website? Should they be calling you every other Sunday saying <laughs> when's the next batch available? What's what's best for people who best want to get right a chance? Right now would be uh, would be website, uh, Instagram, Facebook. But in a normal year, which this isn't, obviously, uh, we were planning on opening May two for a weekend. The plan was to be sold out uh, uh, probably by uh, mid August, towards the end of August, and shut down, concentrate on harvest, and uh, uh, just kind of go through that yearly progression that way. And uh, 
like I say, there, there's one that I'm going to release this fall that uh, I'm curious to see what uh, what you're going to think of. It's uh, it's a Perry that I put together, but I've uh, it, it's uh, there's a bit of distillate and also honey added on site, so everything uh, has been added uh, locally, and uh, it, I'm really excited about it too. I think it's going to be a great. Uh, great release in the fall to have that too. Can you tell me about the the venue here a little bit more? You sure. said it was a reclaimed dairy barn? Yeah, so this is, uh, the barn itself is about 1890. Um, it's uh, it's become a, uh, a fun focal point of the community. Um, we have uh, a barn party, like I said, a normal year. Uh, we had canceled this year, first time in 10 years, and uh, uh, the, all the uh, everybody in the wine industry, cider industry comes out. Uh, the, the community neighbors and uh, it's seventies, eighties uh, disco uh, dance party. The great thing about it that I've always loved is uh, a lot of the winemakers, cider makers, bringing their new product out. Everybody sampling it. Uh, people that uh, uh, really look forward to it. It's almost become a, a great little industry night for everyone. We all get together and uh, sort of celebrate. Uh, the summer and uh, look, you know, it's also a nice little break before harvest too. Uh, well, I guess before we get to some of the locations where your social media is and so on, um, what would you say are influences on the work that that you've done here? Is there something that you said, oh, I want to make specifically that type from that memory, or are you looking around to what's available here and all of that kind of stuff as well? It's. Um, as I said, my family coming from Ireland, uh, certainly a lot of the characteristics from the Irish ciders that uh, I kind of grew up with, but I would say my, my catalyst goes right back to my earliest, uh, one of my early stages. Uh, the first job that I had uh, was working in an orchard and uh, it was sort of a legend in the community. Sold his apples down at St. Lawrence Market and uh, his name was Cameron Watson. Um, he taught me everything I know at a very young age about uh, uh, about Apple, uh, he, his his true primary focuses were Northern Spy and Portland, which I think do exceptionally well in that North Shore of Lake Ontario. Uh, so that stayed with me. But uh, just the process of uh, I'm also uh, the chair of the uh, Durham District School Board, and one of the reasons why we came out here 15 years ago is it. it I miss pruning fruit trees. I, I was into wine very heavily and the, the process is very similar, uh, viticulture and, uh, and uh, orchard work uh, around the same period of time, the pruning, spraying, it's a very similar process. Um, I remember saying to my wife, I could be Prime Minister of Canada, so I said, I'm, I'm missing pruning fruit trees and she said, no, I think you should, uh, should get back to it. Something I wish I had done. Uh, 20 years earlier, but uh, sometimes it just takes you a bit longer, and, and right now it's uh, it's worked out really well. I think the timing uh, the timing for us was perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to sample some of Thank your you. passion yeah. here, and uh, where can people go for more information about you? Uh, so our Instagram posts, so Cold Creek Vineyards, uh, Facebook, um, and we do have a website, uh, Cold Creek Vineyards, and uh, there will certainly be updates now that we have open officially and uh, we've released our first product. Um, my daughter's a social media genius, and she'll be uh, posting, doing regular updates, and uh, informing people what's going on. We'll be sure to follow. Thank you so very much. Yeah, thank you.